Radio MD. It's time to Ask Dr. Mike. Do you have a question about your health? Dr. Mike can answer your questions. Just email Ask Dr. Mike Smith at RadioMD.com or call now 877-711-5211. The lines are open. All right, so my first question, again, you can send your questions to Mike at RadioMD.com. Um, so let's go and get to this one here. This is about reflex disease. Very common, right? So it's that heartburn. Um, well, there, well, there's a difference between heartburn and reflex disease. But this person, um, Gustavo, is specifically asking about GERDs, gastroesophageal reflex disease. Okay, so I'm a GERD patient since 1998. My doctor has kept me on PPIs, that's proton pump inhibitors, very powerful drugs for this, since then. However, earlier this year, a friend of mine recommended me to contact a doctor specialized on natural medicine. During the conversation, he recommended me to stop eating wheat and suggested to start taking enzymes and probiotics. Awesome. I started the diet and taking enzymes plus probiotics that have improved my GERD condition. Awesome. I was on two omiprazoles, that's the proton pump inhibitor, at 20 milligrams a day, now back to only one. Before bedtime, I was taking six to eight Tums, now replaced by one or two esophageal guardian chewable tablets. That's a life extension brand for, for heartburn. Um, recently, looking for additional alternatives, I was listening to one of your previous healthy talks on GERDs. And you mentioned D-limonene. My question is, if I stop taking omiprazole and start D-limonene on a trial basis, will that be okay? Well, Gustavo, thank you for the question. Uh, you know, I always have to give my disclaimer first. <laughs> um, I can't really give you advice like that. My advice is simply informational, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so just kind of speaking hypothetically... Uh, D-limonene, uh, we don't really know the exact mechanism. It's a, it's a protein found in the, in the rind of citrus fruits. Um, you know when you, when you peel an orange and the white, that white stuff uh, that can stick on the, the pulp that's also on the, the inner part of the, of the rind itself, in there somewhere is this compound called D-limonene protein. When you ingest it, it, it has a coating mechanism, we believe. Does it actually decrease acid production? I mean, we just, we don't really know, but it works. D-limonene, it's one of the most impressive natural medicines we have. I've seen people with reflux disease, heartburn, um, you know, people like Gustavo taking eight tums before bed, literally start taking D-limonene. And, you know, maybe they take one a day for a while, but it gets better. They go to one every other. Next thing you know, it is like one a week, one D-limonene a week controls heartburn in, in many people who were taking eight Tums at night. I mean, it's, it's remarkable how well this works. Now, that's, these are anecdotal. These are historical um, case studies I'm giving you, but it's, it's pretty powerful. And so it is reasonable based on my experience, for somebody to do a trial of D-limonene. Um, uh, listen, but you got to talk to your own doctor. you got to make, you got to clear. I'm, not, I'm just saying it's reasonable. It's a reasonable idea to want to try a natural supplement like D-limonene that, that has a lot of historical use, and it's really good at what it does. 
Um, I think the dose is like 250 milligrams of D-limonene. Um, you do it every day for a couple weeks, and then usually most people go to about every other day dosing. And some people, like I said, get up to like once a week, and it works. So I think it's reasonable, Gustavo, but d- definitely talk to, talk to your own doctor. The only uh, disclaimer with D-limonene is that it, it does have some um, – it seems to maybe, if you have established ulcer disease, like stomach ulcers, duodenal ulcers, uh, we usually don't recommend it in those cases. So you make sure you're ulcer-free because um, it does have a tendency to exacerbate ulcer. But if there's no ulcer, your doctor just says it's just reflux disease, everything looks fine, you just got this reflux coming up, D-limonene is perfect for that. So there you go. That's reflux disease. Question number two. Can you suggest something for muscle soreness after working out? There's a lot of information on muscle support and building, but not recovery. I'm 62 year, years old. Thanks, Tom. You know, there are, you know, I'm going to, I'm, when I read this, Tom, I, the, I immediately thought of my friend, Dr. Holly Lucille, and, and she, um, is a wonderful doctor and, She's a lot in the media like myself. She does lectures. She has a couple books out. She came on my show once and talked about this, muscle soreness. Um, and and so going back to her conversation, um, you know, she has suggested things like branched-chain amino acids, uh, which are a specific type of amino acid. So, Tom, when you go to the your you know, your favorite health food store and you go into the protein aisle, you got to make sure it says BCAs or branched chain amino acids on the label. Um, and a scoop of those with a little bit of water. Um, I think most people do it before you work out, but it that the effect extends out post-workout and people feel better. If there's a lot of, if your soreness is, um, to the point where, you know, you can touch the muscle and it really hurts and it's almost like pinpoint, you know, let's say you do some bicep work or something and you just, I mean, you touch your bicep and you almost want to scream. What's good for that is tart cherry extract, 1,600 milligrams, two to three times a day. Um, there there are powder forms of tart cherry. Um, the, the problem is I don't think they're dosed high enough, so I do prefer the capsule in this case. Um, a very specific amino, so besides the branched chain amino acids, you can also try the amino acid alanine. That's been shown to help post-recovery. Glutathione, a very important antioxidant to your entire body, but especially to muscles. Uh, as a matter of fact, the glutathione um, content in your muscles really decreases dramatically while you're working out because there's a lot of free radicals that are produced. So, so the, the need for glutathione goes way up. It gets used up, and you don't have any left for the recovery portion. So taking some glutathione, just make sure, Tom, that it's uh, reduced glutathione. You can also just take its precursor, which is N-acetylcysteine, and then that will that will eventually become glutathione in your body. Uh, there was a so those things those four uh, Dr. Holly Lucille discussed, um, but there's another one that um, I know that I've looked at, and I think some of our scientists here at Life Extension are looking at. It's called lemon verbena. It's an herb. It's a strong antioxidant. It has some anti-inflammatory um, properties to it, but it seems to really target muscle cells really well. And there is one post workout study small study kind of a pilot pilot program 
using lemon verbena, and it, the, the results were quite impressive. People felt really good uh, post-workout. So that's, so branch chain amino acids, tart cherry, especially if you have like real specific pinpoint pain, alanine, glutathione, and maybe even check out lemon verbena. Great question, Tom. And by the way, go check out Dr. Holly Lucille. I think she even wrote a book about some of this. Okay. Um, oh, one, one last thing though, Tom. Uh, I've used foam, foam rollers before. You know, you could roll on your back. It kind of pops your back a little bit. Uh, if you, you can eat, like if you have a real sore bicep, Tom, you can lay down in a way that you can put your bicep on the roller and just kind of roll over. It does a nice massage. Um, so that's something else to consider. All right, so I have 60 seconds left, and my next question is huge, so let me just go to a quick one here. Um, I was wondering if the sudden infusion of a large amount of calcium from a pill, from a pill, excuse me, is good for our health, and this is from Paul from St. Paul, Minnesota. Um, Paul, if you take a bunch of calcium in pill form, and just pure calcium, calcium current, whatever, there could be some problems with that. It can deposit into your arteries. Uh, in other tissues, we call that calcinosis. That's why it's always important, in my opinion, to do calcium with vitamin K2 and vitamin D. That way it's going to get the calcium from your gut to your blood to your bones where you ultimately want it. That's vitamin K2 and vitamin D. All right. This is Healthy Talk on Radio MD. I'm Dr. Mike. Stay well. Good, good, good.